Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Had to hit two buttons. Hang on with these. <coughs> Episode eighty-three, and yes, we have been. Yeah. we've been gone a little while. Uh, schedules conflicted, and then I uh, almost died. Still feel like shit. Well, I don't feel like shit. Sound like shit. Almost died. No, well, I mean, I was sick as fuck for like the last eight, ten days. Did you have a breakthrough case? No, I. We got tested. It uh-huh. was it was negative. Just a believe it or not, they still exist. Just a good old fashioned cold, huh? Uh, chest cold. Now it's all. I'm still hacking up all kinds of stuff, but yeah, not fun. Uh, I never thought it was COVID for the simple fact that we didn't like. But both me and Nicole got sick, and now my father's sick, and his girlfriend, blah blah blah, my business partner. Um, but I never lost like sense of smell or taste. So I thought I'm probably okay. And I bought the at home test and took it twice, passed it both times. She actually ended up going to the doctor to get some cough medicine and they did like the official test negative. So Mm. we're all good. Still trying to get over it. Um, but yeah, here we are. Lot to talk about. We're not going to sit here and rehash everything that happened in the NFL in the last couple of weeks. We'll talk about this week. Uh, we'll mention just a few things, but nothing out of the ordinary. We'll also probably uh, talk a little college football. I think we have to. Since since we haven't uh, had a chance to talk to uh, Dylan here since, well, we didn't even, we haven't been on since the title games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is accurate, yeah. And now, of course, we know what's going to happen on New Year's Eve. Uh, it is New Year's Eve, right? Mm-hmm. They play the, Georgia. That they're playing the playoffs and then the following. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I will give fair warning. We are going to talk Spider-Man No Way Home. We got to close with that. that. We will. Okay. We will. That way people can stop the show and go see the movie. And if they want to come back and listen to the rest, we will. But uh, yeah, we're going to go into that uh, probably a little in depth. But Yeah, I was going to say I have some thoughts. Yeah. Anyway, so, um. Well, let's just get the college football thing out of the way before we break into the NFL because the NFL, it's gone, you know, a lot has happened. Right. Uh, but when last we left, uh, Michigan was getting ready to play Iowa in the Big Ten title game in mm-hmm. uh, Georgia, Alabama, which I'll start with that. That was a fucking shock. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, agree. I know we're obviously late to the party, but I'll just say that, uh, yeah, I – at the very, if somebody was said, "Look, Alabama's going to win this game," I would have said, "Well, it's going to be a knockdown, dragout, close game. Come down to the end, one team's going to, you know, Georgia's going to make a mistake." Yeah. I would not have bet anything that Alabama was just going to flat out handle them for most of the game and right. and walk away with it. Um, 
So what that did was basically fucked everybody else on the outside. Because with Cincinnati winning their game, you know, there wasn't enough, in my opinion, on the outside, whether it was Oklahoma State or who else was in the uh, Notre Dame, Dame, which was idle. Um, None of them obviously did enough to leapfrog a completely undefeated Cincinnati team, which had beat Notre Dame. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but with Alabama beating Georgia, you you can't really throw Georgia from number one all the way out. No. Because they're still one of the better teams, if not. I mean, look, if they play Alabama five times, I could be convinced that Georgia is going to win three of them, if not four. I mean, that just was, I don't know, perfect storm, whatever. But anyway, yeah. they still deserve that spot in, number, in the top four. Yeah. And then Michigan-Iowa. I was... I didn't watch any of it. I think I was out or something. I don't remember, but I was, I was, in fact, I know I was out. Um, I was at a DJ brainstorms, like mm-hmm. going away thing at uh, downtown. Anyway. So I was kind of watching the score and it was nothing, nothing, nothing. 42 to seven. Yeah. <laughs> like what yeah. the fuck happened? Right. Um, well, tremendous, beautiful, loved every minute of it. Um, that game had one of my favorite plays of the year, which was the first touchdown where J.J. McCarthy, our five-star freshman quarterback that comes in mm-hmm. in relief, hands off to Corum, Blake Corum. Corum's down the sideline, and he's being pursued. And then all of a sudden, you see this white uniform catch up to him, and I'm like, is that J.J. McCarthy? Yeah, the quarterback literally sprinted, caught up to the running back, kind of got a piece of a guy so that Blake Corum could score a touchdown. I'm like, holy shit, dude. Wow. Our fucking quarterback did that? Because like, Blake Corum's the... Th- the lightning. The lightning. Yeah. So he's he's pretty quick already. But um, So that was great. Um, I, Again, it's two weeks old, so I won't go too far into it. Um, It was fucking amazing. It just it, that game was never really in doubt. No, I mean even when it was, uh, I wasn't it twenty one to seven for a long time or fourteen to seven, and then all of a sudden it seemed like there was an explosion of points. Yeah, that's pretty um, accurate. Yeah, so congrats. Yeah, and now you get Georgia. I gotta be honest. After watching the the SC, t- SC title you, game, you, you've drank the Kool Aid, haven't you? I'm starting to drink the Kool Aid a little bit. I don't. I'm not expecting them to win. If they do, fucking amazing. But I, I'm not. It's about perspective here. That's what this football season has taught me, which is perspective. Because a year ago, I sat on this show and I said I've never been so felt so hopeless as a fan of any team before. And now fucking beat you. Ohio State, Big Ten champs, going to the playoff. This, I mean, look. This season is a massive success already. If you're going to go up against the best of the best in the college football world, having a elite running game mm-hmm. and a pretty solid defense with a pretty good pass elite rusher. pass yeah. rush. Yeah. yeah. We got two D linemen that are go- or two edge rushers I mean, that's, that are top 15 picks. That's as good a chance as you're going to yeah. get. Yeah. If you can keep them, slow them down, and keep the ball out of their hands with that running game, anything can happen. Now, my brain tells me they're going to lose by three or four touchdowns. But my brain also told me that 
Georgia was going to win that game against Alabama by at least two touchdowns, and look what happened. Right. Um, so I, I'm not going to completely discount their chances, but bottom line is you're there. Uh, Harbaugh, at the very least, has bought himself another year. Yeah. You know, I mean. Yeah, a, a few years. And yeah. if that McCarthy kid develops. We got another year of Mac- that, McNamara, too. Well, but look, if McCarthy is ready next year, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't he like an elite athlete? In that quarterback spot, yeah. Whereas like the story I just told you, he whereas McNamara is more of a pocket passer. Yeah, is that accurate. Yeah, I mean, he's more Mac Na- McNamara is more of the game manager type guy. He's made plays when he's been given a chance. It's just right. But let's most of the year let's say been... let's say JJ comes into camp next year, like just looking phenomenal. I no, you're right. It would be hard to for him not to start, but. Yeah. <sighs> There's also something to be said for leadership, and McNamara seems to be the leader of that team. Right. I mean, I wouldn't. I could. I mean, see they could do, always do like a platoon system again, but yeah, I wouldn't be mad at that at all. And just maybe get, give JJ instead of like five to eight plays, give him getting more involved. Ten. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I mean, I, honestly, I think how this coming game slash playoffs if they should happen to win will tell the tale as far as I think Harbaugh is going to be looking very closely at how each guy is in a now high pressure situation I mean Ohio State's high pressure but this is right you know so uh, another level that, up, that so. could go a long ways like if, if J.J. McCarthy comes in in that game you know for his series or whatever and just fucking lights it up you might see him a little bit more in the next game or you right. know, going forward next season. So. Um, the other game will have Alabama taking on Cincinnati. I want, I gotta be honest, not, well, no, I'm not going to go. That's, that's absurd, but I, I want Cincinnati to beat Bama well, I think so bad. Everybody wants Cincinnati yeah. to win outside of Bama, know, Bama, <laughs> Bama fans. Right. Um, it would just, it would be, I think, in my opinion, great for the sport. Absolutely. Um, great for everybody that's not Alabama in that, look, we can compete. <coughs> great in that it might help push for a expanded playoff system. Yeah. Um, I, I really think they should, they, they find, they have to find a way to get to at least six teams. I'd like eight, but six I One and two would, get would, buys. Yeah, no. would, would be really good. I mean, then you're talking, well, that's another whole game, but not if you give those two buys and then you still do the same system and then the two winners come out, play them, and you go from there. So no. uh, it's definitely a system that could work. So anyway, we'll see what happens here in, uh, what do we got? A week not from. Quite, yeah, not quite two weeks. Yeah, a week from Friday. 11 days. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Not... What time does Michigan play? Uh, six thirty Eastern. Uh, I might soberly see the first half. Soberly see the first half. After that, all bets. Are I off. understand. All right, go Michigan. Yeah, go blue. Wash my mouth out with soap now. Now the NFL. Well, I'm sorry, your Florida Gators. You know, suck our dick. Exactly yes. in this situation. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, I've been alive since the Gators have won a national title. So have I. I just wasn't a Michigan fan then. Well. 97 uh, or 98. So, yeah. 
no. barely alive. What were you, five? Oh, six. Cool. Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and wasn't a Michigan fan, so it doesn't really count. So. Right. All right. NFL. Pittsburgh Steelers. Do you want me to really, like, just rip your fucking heart out? I'm asking you, not them. Uh, I sure, go for it. Legitimately, uh huh. We are five plays away. Let's just say five plays from being the one seed. <laughs> really? I mean, that's how fucked up it is. Yeah. Yeah. If if we let's just we win that game against Detroit, the mm-hmm. tie. Right. We're eight and six. Mm-hmm. Tied with everybody else in the division, we would trail Cincinnati. Okay, so that's only one game. Wait, tied with everyone in the division, but trailing Cincinnati because of the tiebreakers. Oh, right, right, right. Because they swept us. Sorry, you mean okay? Yeah. So that's one game, eight mm-hmm. and six. Let's say we pull off the Minnesota game or any other fucking game that we lost that maybe we shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Then we're nine and five. Yeah. Okay, nine legitimately could and probably should be nine and five. Looking at the standings right now, the best team in the AFC is 10 and four. So if you throw in one more game, Mm -hmm. we're playing Kansas City this weekend for the one seed. Yeah. As fucking horrible as we as as the Pittsburgh Steelers have looked in some of these games, including some of the ones that they have won in the mm-hmm. first half, we're right there. Right, like literally, right. We're last place in our division, but we are literally three games out of of the one seed. This has honestly been one of the funnest NFL seasons in quite some time because of that. Well, if you're, not a, if you're not a Steeler fan, well, yes. I just but no, I agree. Overall, it's like no. Everybody can beat anybody on any given day. It's Detroit beating Arizona yesterday. Yeah. Well, Perfect I mean, example. we've talked about it. Detroit is not as bad as their record has shown. Right. They they caught a lot of bad breaks early on, and yeah, they took a couple of beatings, but for the most part, they were in a lot of games that they ended up losing. Should have lost just Pittsburgh, but anyway, yeah. I mean, yeah, like it's just it's. How do I put this? Frustrating? <laughs> it's very frustrating. Right. But it also like provides me hope. Like on Twitter and the Facebooks and all that shit, everybody, oh, we should just tank and, you know, get a good no. draft pick. No, th- this is not, I have said it time and time again, this team does not need a complete rebuild. They have too many good players and Let's face it, a few fucking phenomenal players. Mm-hmm. They are not a team that needs to go on a complete rebuild. This is a team that can and hopefully will be fixed with one really good offseason. And I joked slash was serious about, you know, next year's quarterback being. Joked, but was serious. Well, you know. I know. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I, I still hope that that's the case. Mm-hmm. But then I got to thinking, what if, let me just throw a couple scenarios at sure. you. What if we don't get Aaron Rodgers? Oh. Yeah. And instead of using that 35 plus million 
of our projected 46, 47, whatever it is, million cap money and rebuild the line, which let's face it, it needs rebuilt. Uh-huh. All, Dan Moore, I think there's there's promise there. Uh, Trey Turner, no, got to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Okafer, I think you probably got to go too. Um, Kendrick Green? I just can't. I don't see it. Yeah. I don't. I'm sorry to all my fellow Illinois people. I do not see it. Um, I have watched... I watched Mike Webster, but I watched Dermotti Dawson come in as a rookie and, and develop and was proved that he belonged right away. I watched Marquise Pouncey come in and prove that he belonged right away. With Kendrick Green, I don't see it. I see him getting absolutely blown off the ball time after time after time, including the play this past weekend yesterday against Tennessee where Ben got fucking smoked. Yeah. Should have been a penalty, and it's bullshit that it wasn't. On a, a RPO, he snaps it, hands off, and then I don't even remember the guy's Jones or, I don't know, fuckface, whatever his name is, number 90 for the Titans, took two full steps and just absolutely leveled Ben. Yeah. And I watched that play again, mm-hmm. and not only did Trey Turner get smoked, who he was the one that like threw his arms up, like shouldn't that be a penalty? Well, I don't know, but why don't you help your fucking quarterback up, you yeah. fat fuck? <laughs> but on that play, Kendrick Green yeah. did like a, a a little pull block, mm-hmm. and a linebacker just fucking pancaked him. I mean, blew him out. Wow. And I've seen that way too much from Kendrick Green. Hmm. He, i he's got a a mean streak. And when he does get a block, he fucking blocks through the whistle. It's almost like he's a fake tough guy. Yeah. It's like, if you actually stand up to him, it's like, uh. yeah, but he, I don't know if it's because he's so undersized or maybe technique isn't great. And while I won't completely throw in the towel on him yet, I'm saying that if he does not show marked improvement by camp, it's time to go. You, I think they should bring in a veteran center to at least have if Kendrick Green doesn't develop. Right. It's just sure. whoever the quarterback is. So anyway, we do that. We we rebuild the offensive line with that money. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to start throwing some names at you. And mm-hmm. I've given up on Cam Newton. Let's just. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, I was I was hypnotized by the one good outing he had. And, yeah, he's pretty much sucked since. You would have fucking gave Matt Flynn a record contract, wouldn't yeah. you? And Rob Johnson. No. Nah. I mean, to be fair, I was only wanting to pay Cam, like, minimum. minimum you wanted money. him for four years. Yeah, but if you're paying him, you know, low dollar. Eh, shut up. <laughs> anyway. And now I've lost complete fucking training. You're going to throw out some names, quarterbacks to, yeah. Well, one that I w- wasn't quite sure or sure about until yesterday, now I'm thinking maybe, maybe he's worth a look, is Tyler Huntley. He looked pretty damn good against Green Bay yesterday. Not great. Oh, the Ravens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not great, mind you, but good. Good enough that, you know what, maybe if you give him a little more time to develop, 
He'd uh, get a lot more reps. Way better weapons than what he has. I mean, right now he's literally got Mark Andrews. He's got, well, Hollywood Brown, did he not play? Yeah, but Hollywood Brown, I'm sorry, Hollywood Brown is a fucking three. Mm, okay. I don't see him as a one receiver. I don't. Right. A two at best. But, like, could you imagine Tyler Huntley, if he continues to develop, you give him guys like Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris, Pat Fryermuth, uh, Chase Claypool, if he grows the fuck up, which I'm going to talk about that too. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's a possibility. Sure. Yeah, there, there, there's a lot of weapons around whoever you put back there. So. Yeah. Uh, another... I'm starting to get sold on this Kenny Pickett guy. Pitt quarterback? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a lot of them uh, other than the fake slide that everyone lost their minds about. It's a great play. Yeah, but you can't. They got It's a great play. Illegal. I know, but you got to make that illegal. But look, when he's running full speed, it's not like he starts to go down. He literally just turns his hip and does a little quick dip. I, it's a great play. It is on his part, yeah. But I'm just saying that's got to be made illegal. It doesn't. It, to me, it, in my opinion, my eyes, it did not ever once look to me like he was going down. So if I'm lineman, linebacker, like linebacker, safety, whatever, I'm taking his fucking head off. <laughs> there you go. And if if as I'm lunging towards him, I see him start to go down, then I. I try and swerve and, and make the Jump best over of it. Him, but, yeah. yeah. Right. Anyway. You're going to see that happen, though. Oh, Coaches well, sure. are going to look. Until you hear the whistle, kill that person. <laughs> yeah. And there's going to be guys that end up getting thrown out of games for targeting. But either way. But I just the more I read about him, I could. If, okay, here's the. the I don't even. The catch on on this, if requisite, yeah, if during free agency mm-hmm. we spend the right money to rebuild the things that we need to rebuild, i.e., the offensive line, maybe get some better defensive line depth because that's our that's what's killing us right now. Um, get at least another starting quality inside linebacker. Cause your boy ain't. Here. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then maybe you can maybe you could sign a quarterback, not necessarily a thirty million dollar man. Well, there's but not a, many of them out there anyway. Right, but a, a a solid veteran that if you give him some weapons could win some football games. I don't know who's who that is. Okay, who, do you have more there? names to mention? Because I probably did, but Gardner Minshew. That's that, the one. That's, the, like. one. that's yes. the one. Yes, you're absolutely right. My when I was developing this whole plan. <laughs> It was, it was. I was waiting for you to yes. say him. I'm like, you're no, not gonna mention yes. Gardner. Thank you very, very much because that yeah. is like when I started this, give up on Aaron Aaron Rodgers plan. Gardner Minshew was actually my first choice. Mm-hmm. Definitely worth a shot. Yeah, has played a lot of games. Yeah, you could probably get him on the cheap. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For he'd probably only want to sign a couple year deal. Probably like a two year prove it type yeah. deal. Yeah. So here's what I would do. Depending on our draft position, but let's say we're twentieth in our current range right now. Let's say we fucking blow the rest of the season and miss the playoffs, and we're like, we could be anywhere from ten to fourteen or fifteen mm-hmm. at this rate. The way that it's all panning out, 
But let's say we make those moves. You know, we get all these guys, offensive mm-hmm. line help, defensive line, blah, blah, blah. Gardner Mishu, hey, how, you know, two years, 12, 15 million per. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're going to, you're probably, well, maybe a little less. It, it, I don't there, know. There will the, probably be more teams that want him, honestly. Yeah. It, you know, it's the market's going to dictate it. But let's, for the sake of my argument, sure. let's just say that we could get him signed. Like, okay, you, you're going to be our starter for at least this year. That's how we're going in. Mm-hmm. Show us what you got. But then you also draft Kenny Pickett. You could do that for sure. And you just see what he's got. Pickett or Minshew? Both. Well, yeah, both for that both, matter. Yeah. So if Minshew doesn't pan out, maybe Kenny Pickett does. Right. Or through that year of sitting and learning, mm-hmm. maybe you see that maybe this guy ain't it. Right. Then you let him go and, and you – give Minshew if he has earned it the money right but the bottom line is you bring in a guy that can win with talent around him and and see where he can get you in one or two years and then because at that point some guys are going to start getting older and and then maybe the rebuild starts if if needed but what I like that plan honestly more than the Aaron Rodgers plan just because how much money Aaron Rodgers. Look, yes, would I take Aaron Rodgers? It'll fucking Fuck heartbeat. Yeah. But if it doesn't work out, I like the fact that now I have all that extra money that I can throw at 10 guys mm-hmm. to help my team as opposed to just paying this one guy. Right. Um, What about Jimmy G? Does that name interest you at all? <sighs> Right now, no. Mm. The end of the season, if he can finish this out, stay healthy, continue to show progress, maybe. Right. You know, if he finishes the season strong and healthy, I wouldn't be opposed to it for a, a stop one gap. or two year stopgap. Yeah. I'd still go after a guy like Pickett. Mm. Maybe even go after a guy like Huntley if you can get him cheap or whatever. You know. Just because, look, we know Mason ain't it. No. Tyrod Taylor, he would be an absolute stopgap. He's, yeah, I mean, he's, he, yeah, I mean, a two-year flyer on him, low, low money, yeah. Mm. Again, I think I would only go that route if I rock solid knew I was going to be able to get somebody like Kenny Pickett. Because if he falters or if he gets hurt, at least I got a fucking blue Get chip. Get stabbed in the lung. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> at least I know I got a guy that, you know, could sure. come in and make some plays in, in Kenny Pickett. All right. So. <clears throat> now. Chase Claypool. Yeah. Look, I love the talent. He's got to grow up. I know this is the age we live in now, and I sound like the old fuddy-duddy, but no. grow the fuck up. Yeah. You know, know the position you're in. Know that you're in a clutch situation with no timeouts. Nobody gives a fuck about your first down little dance. Yeah. You get up, you run the fucking football right to the official at the hash, put it down. 
win the game, then you can go on TikTok and dance your ass off. But uh, I know Tomlin will never admit it, but I, I'd like to think that after that game or maybe Monday meetings, Tomlin just absolutely ripped his ass apart, and rightfully so. And if you noticed, he didn't play much yesterday. Claypool. Yeah. He was in there a little bit, but he was only targeted twice. He had one carry, and Nate Washington was in as much, if not more, than Claypool was. So there's a message being Who? sent. Guy said it again, didn't I? James Washington <laughs> <There you go. laughs> was in there more than when than right. Claypool. And I I like him. Again, I, I don't want him to go anywhere. I just want him to grow up a little bit. Right. And what it what it could end up happening is if he doesn't show signs of growing up, I could see him getting cut. And them throwing a little more money at Juju. Kind of have the same issue with Juju, don't you? <sighs> to a degree, but n- not on the field. Yeah, he does his TikToks and things like that. Yeah. But on the field, yeah. Juju's a fucking professional. Right. There's no way Juju gets up and does a little first down point when the clock is running. I just, no chance in hell. Anyway. So, right. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, it's been a roller coaster. We had the huge win against the Ravens, which we weren't here to talk about. A game that I literally was ready to get on this show and give us no chance. And lo and behold, we win because John Harbaugh didn't trust his. He had no cornerbacks left. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the right decision. It's legit. So he goes for two and yeah, Lamar fucks it because Lamar's a shitty fucking quarterback. He fucked it. He had a guy right in his face. Yeah, no, TJ Watt definitely. Yeah, I mean, come on. Give the. Anyway. I tell you what, I, I'd probably take Lamar over whatever fucking quarterback we're going to have next year. Yeah. Over uh, over Aaron Rodgers? No. Okay. <laughs> no, not Aaron Rodgers, but I see I I don't know. I I I I think you're just you're forever my scarred. My hatred probably will never. No, it's not just that. It's Cordell Stewart. Cordell Stewart is has yeah. gave you PTSD for running. I mean, running, to this day, I, I still firmly believe that Lamar Jackson cannot read a defense. He cannot, in my opinion, sit there and go through progressions. I mean, look at what he's done this this just in the last few weeks before he got hurt. He scrambles back fifteen yards and then just fucking throws it up. Yeah. Goes, fucking Andrews is out there somewhere. <laughs> you know, I mean. Yeah, Miami shut him down. Well, Miami and last two teams he played kind of Miami, shut him down. yeah, destroyed him. Yeah. We fucked him up pretty well. Right. Um, and of course he didn't play this week. Uh he got hurt against Cleveland. Right. And wasn't doing a whole lot then. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Maybe it finally happened. You're finally right. The league finally figured him out. He's an elite athlete. No questions, elite athlete. But guess what? One of these days, somebody is going to twist his kneecap in a way that's not supposed to be twisted, and then he's going to have to be a quarterback, and I just don't think he's a quarterback. We'll I'll I'll take it to my grave. I don't think he's a good quarterback. I, I just Michael Vick with the Eagles eventually figured out how to be a quarterback, and for that two-year period, he was one of the best players in the league. So, I mean, uh, yeah, there was that one year where he was, like, MVP candidate when he won – comeback player of the year so i'll give you that 
But Michael Vick sound uh, I I don't know. I just think he was more intelligent. I don't know about that because Michael Vick just Michael Vick lacked work ethic. I don't think Lamar Jackson lacks work ethic at all. Yeah. So anyway, whatever. Anyway. Um. So yeah, we've been on this roller coaster. We beat Baltimore, and then that first half against Minnesota was just. I'd like to say it's because we went from a Sunday brutal game against our Our division rivals into a Thursday night game because that first half was just ungodly bad. Yeah. And, uh, oh, you were here. For what? Weren't you here? For the Viking game? Yeah, Yeah. I was here. Yeah, yeah, you were here, and then he left. At halftime. At halftime because it was that bad. And then we come out and we're the greatest team in the history of the NFL and put up 28 points in the fourth quarter and then just fall a little short. And Fryermuth, I mean, he had it, he had it in his hands, but not his fault at all. No, People he are got bust- he got hit by three guys. I mean, it was a perfect defensive play. Yeah, on a perfect pass. Not too many people in NFL history are hanging on to that. Right. Ball. Yeah. I'm sure Har- a few would, but not many. Yeah. That's Harrison Smith being a bad motherfucker. Yeah. No, it was, a it phenomenal was play. a perfect defensive play on an otherwise perfect pass. Um, and, and so, yeah, we, we dropped that one. And then this week didn't, I mean, I, I, I felt more confident going against Tennessee than I did going into the Baltimore game, mm-hmm. but I still didn't like our chances all that much. I was, Ecstatic that we were getting some guys back, which is what gave me that false sense of hope. And then we come out in the first half again. Start off pretty damn slow. Yeah. Showed a little bit of life at the end of the second quarter, but still kind of fucked it with the clock management. But then in the third quarter, I don't know what it is about this team. They they refuse to play in the first half of football games right. for these last however many weeks. And then in the second half, we're damn near unbeatable. You know, and I just have to point out, Renegade mm-hmm. recaptured a little magic. Did you notice? Yeah. They they played it when we were, I think we had taken the 16 to 13 lead. Sounds right. They played Renegade. Four plays later, we get another fumble. Of course, we got to figure out how to turn those fucking turnovers into touchdowns instead of field goals. Right. Um, but yeah, TJ Watt, uh, what can you say, man? He's 17 and a half sacks. He's missed two games <laughs> and set the all time Steelers single season record now. And that's a hell of a franchise to do it with, too. Yeah. And the all time single season record is well within reach. Uh, whether or not he gets it remains to be seen, but yeah. I think he's going to at least knock on the door. And, and for him to come back after when he walked off the field, I thought, fuck, yeah, here, here we got another JJ. Because w- once the Ooh. injuries start, you know, I, I yeah, mean, that I know was what my you mean. Thought. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's just it's, <laughs> when, when he's on the field, he's just just don't back. say that. I know. Don't but, fucking say that but, ever again. But then he come back in like you could tell yeah. he was still in physical pain. But yeah. he was like, uh, uh-uh, we're fucking winning this game. And for the love of Christ, get Cam Hayward some help. Yeah, because 
I I paid more attention to the defensive line this week than I typically do. Mm-hmm. Cam Hayward taking on double team after double team is still a monster, and his his grade that you know they do has shown that he's better than Aaron Donald this year. But nobody else around him is doing anything. They're just getting blown off the ball. It's sickening to watch. I I just hope against all hope that Isaiah Bugs coming back will help. And Stefan Tuitt, please, please, please get your head on straight. I realized, you know, losing a brother is, is bad. But I, I the selfish part of me says, you know, yeah. you've got 52 brothers that, that need you right now. You know, get your head clear. And maybe maybe take your mind off your brother by getting yeah. back into you know the game you love because they need you. I honestly think that if you put him on that defensive line right now, things change. All right. Instead of giving up two hundred yard rushers, maybe we can only you know hundred hundred and twenty five because we still the nose tackle the nose tackle is still a question mark. Right. It just. I sit here and I like, man, what if Alu Alu doesn't get hurt mm-hmm. and and Tuit comes back? Yeah. How just those two guys with Cam Hayward and the linebackers that we have, the outside linebackers that we have because our inside linebackers suck. Uh, it still I think changes a lot. Sure. And Hayden huge stop yesterday. Unbelievable that I mean, he stonewalled that guy. Yeah. Which by the way, Worst fucking spot I think I've seen in a long time yeah. by the refs. Glad replay took care of it. Uh, my brother was here. For the oh, whole game. Yeah. You can imagine how that went. Yeah. Wasn't good. Um, But yeah, huge defensive stand. The bottom line is seven, six, and one. Yeah, we're in last place for now, uh, pending what happens here in the next. Uh, 17 and a half minutes with the Raiders Browns game that is currently 10 to 7. Could be in third place, but as bad as we have looked in some plays, just the fact that we're still there. Yeah. I mean, we are knocking on the door, but now we got Casey. Yeah. Casey that looks like Casey again. Well, to a degree. They definitely look better. Yeah. Uh, their offense still doesn't look great. Right. They, they looked a lot better against the Chargers than they had in previous weeks. But I mean, we've beat the Titans, mm-hmm. who are nine and five. Should have beat the Chargers. Let's be honest, who are right there. We beat the Bills, who are up there. We beat the Ravens, beat the Browns. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I want to sit here and say that Casey's probably going to throttle us, and maybe they will. But every time I think that, they find a way to keep it close All and right. then rip my heart out at the end. But we'll see. Even if we lose to Casey, we got Baltimore and Cleveland to finish, or Cleveland then Baltimore to finish the year out. So if we lose to Casey, we're still not out of this. We need some help. Right. But let's say we finish the season, uh, we get. We lose this one, so that's seven, seven, and one. But we win the next two, that's nine, seven, and one. The way the AFC is going right now, that's probably good enough for for an eight seed, yeah, seven seed, whatever, it is, seven seed, yeah. 
depending on how everything shakes out. But I, I want to see that happen just for the sake of at least give Ben one last shot at it because when the playoffs start, anything can happen. Mm. Rather than end that final 17th game knowing that he's done, I, it, yeah. it's just going to suck. Is the last game a home game? No. Oh. In Baltimore. Yeah. That'd really suck. Yeah. <laughs> last game. Do we make the playoffs? No, we don't. Yeah. And yeah. Well, let's be honest. Unless uh, these other teams collapse, we're not going to have a home playoff game. Right. So Cleveland will be our probably our final home game of the year. Yeah. Uh, should be a pretty hot crowd for that one. I would think given so. Given the yeah. fact that we're like 98% sure Ben's done this yeah. after this year. <coughs> um, Another surprise from yesterday. Did not expect the Colts, not yesterday, but this week, didn't expect the Colts to handle the, the Patriots. Yeah. I mean, I say handle, even though they actually made it a close game until Jonathan Taylor said, nah, we're done here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think not, motherfucker. Yeah, 67-yard <laughs> touchdown to, to ice it. Um, I, I want to say surprises throughout the league, but are they really surprises the way this season has gone? I'd say I Detroit mean, is. Still. Well, that was, but, yeah. I mean, it, the AFC especially, it's, it's you know, uh, other than Jacksonville, who – Ding dong, the prick is gone. I that 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 I I've enjoyed this more than I thought I would. What Urban getting? Oh yes, shit can. Oh, it's been beautiful. Not only does Michigan beat Ohio State, win the Big Ten title, Urban Meyer is an absolute disaster and a dumpster fire as a pro coach. That's good shit. That's the stuff Daddy yeah. likes. Yeah. I find the timing of Josh Lambeau's little re- revelation to be quite interesting. Uh, explain. Well, this apparently happened way back in, what, camp? Preseason, yeah. Where he kicked him and called him a dipshit and said, I'm the head ball coach, I'll kick whoever the fuck I want. Yeah. But he, Lambeau, who never got a job again right. this season, why why would you wait until now before you bring this story to light? Because he probably was waiting for someone to pick him up and if I could understand if I'm him I could say, "You know what? I'm not going to bring this up just cuz I don't want there to be drama around me." So I I'm just I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. But then the story breaks about he called his head his assistant coaches losers and he says anybody who says anything like that is unemployed, and Lambo's sitting at home going, all right, motherfucker. That's probably part check of it, yeah. Checkmate. Yeah. Let me just call the local radio station here or whatever it was. and Yeah. Uh, I loved the meme <laughs> with fucking Justin Fields. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. It's basically a, it's a picture of Justin Fields like talking at a press conference. Yeah. And the, the caption is, so anyway, I was sitting there at practice and Coach Nagy came up and kicked me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's <clears throat> there's your way out. Um, I, I have to admit, I am. Uh, if Lambo doesn't come out with his story, I think Urban makes it through the year. I do, too. But then is done. Mm-hmm. I think. Shad had already made the decision, but then the story came out, and literally 
we all went to bed and then woke up and like hours. Yeah. Yeah. Sh- Shad I made the call at like 11 or 12 at night. Like, look, we're, we're done here. No. I woke up and turned on ESPN and that was the breaking news. It was no. the event chip game. Did you, have you seen the clip of last year when he worked for the big 10, not, not big 10. Yes. Fox. Three characteristics of a bad team. Is that what he was talking about? Yeah. And See, was... I just I, I watched the video, but I didn't listen to any of it. Yeah. I just the only reason I watched the video is because everybody pointed out the shirtless guy and the reflection that appeared to be hitting a bong. Oh, that uh, I'm talking a different about clip. Else. Oh, okay. Different clip. Yeah, that I saw too. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm still not convinced that dude was hitting a bong. He might have been. It might have been a beer bottle. You can't really. Maybe my screen wasn't big enough. I, I, but to me, uh, I only watched. Maybe it, it was a bong, but it also could have been a beer bottle. Any, uh, Clearly, they were on a boat. But anyway, anyway, so yeah, the, they did a segment last year on Fox. It's like Coach. He talks about the three characteristics of a bad team: lack of trust, I think, lack of accountability, and the other one was selfishness. Check, check, check. 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 Yes. Yeah. All yes. three things. All that... the boxes are definitely checked off there. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Uh... And he was this one. People are like Michigan fans are laughing at him for saying it because Michigan had a dumpster fire of a season last year. And I actually remember watching this clip live and Urban Meyer was like, look, it's usually it's something simple like this. Just got to check the hood. Either the players aren't trusting the coaches. Coaches aren't trusting the players. Again, check. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, you know, really, you just need to blow it up. And it's kind of weird. Michigan fans are saying, oh, do they need to blow it up now? I'm like, Harbaugh kind of took his advice. He did blow it up. He got rid of most of his staff. Yeah. So it worked out. But, yeah, just that screenshot characteristics of a bad team. And every, all three were, yep, that that's the Jacksonville Jaguars this year. Or, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I just, uh, I'm curious what's going to happen next year with whatever coach they have. And, and you got uh, Robinson who has still when healthy shown, he's a good back. Yeah. And you're going to get back a healthy Travis Etienne. I don't know why they drafted him. I don't either. In the first round, like you, yeah, you got a lot of needs, man. Yeah. And, and James Robinson was a stud last year. Yeah. And was on the same track this year until he got hurt. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree. I mean, I almost wonder if it wasn't uh let's give the kid some you know comfortability back there with with Maybe. a former teammate although obviously it didn't work out cuz he got hurt. All right. Uh but it'll be a interesting dynamic if they can build a little bit of an offensive line, maybe get him a couple more receivers or the story arc I want to see. Quarterback they drafted that they thought would be their savior wasn't horrible. Didn't quite work out. The guy didn't have the career he wanted to. Transition transitions to coaching, becomes a really good coordinator, gets a chance to actually become the savior of that team, Byron Leftwich. Because a lot of people are saying that that Byron Leftwich, I could see that could get a head coaching job this year. And yeah, he's he's very very well renowned down in. The yeah, Brady likes him. Yeah. Which it's kind of Although, funny. It, I don't right? know how much Byron's really. T- yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd, it might be an Adam Gase, Peyton Manning type situation. But. Yeah. But, I mean, they, he's he won a Super Bowl. So, I mean, he's got that. Yeah. And Byron was getting pretty good reviews 
when they had Jameis. Yeah. Just Pyron couldn't apparently teach him his colors and, you know, don't throw to the team that's not wearing our jersey. So Yeah. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. Um, and then you still got Eric Bieniemy out there. Yeah. Who most people say should have already been a head coach. Yeah, it's kind of weird, though, because the offense isn't doing nearly as good. So right, like, which so the, the chatter on that might not be so vocal right. this year. Uh, speaking of Byron Leftwich and the Bucks, how much trouble are they in right now? With Godwin now out for the year yeah. with a torn ACL. Uh, Mike Evans. What are you doing? My fucking hand was stuck. Okay. My hand literally just like cramped up fucking Arn Anderson style. <laughs> I'm serious. Like it was. Wow. That felt weird. All right. <clears throat> it's, it is his right hand, by the way. It's, yeah. 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 No lefties. Although if I put my left arm up here above my shoulder in a certain position mm-hmm. within seconds, it just dies. And like, I'd I didn't down, all man. the way put it where okay. it goes, but like if I'm sitting in my recliner and I stretch a certain way, all of a sudden my left arm will just fucking <laughs> flop. Yeah, sucks yeah, getting I'm old, a huh? Fucking yeah. I'm anyway, fall, sorry, falling apart. Um, but yeah, with the struggles. Oh no, we already talked about that. Tampa, they lost Godwin, and he. The article just came out that Bruce Arians uh, is going to bring Antonio Brown back after his suspension for the fake. Uh, vaccination vaccination card. card, which when last we left you, uh, he I don't even know if he had been suspended yet, but yeah, they the big story was they're not bringing him back. Mm-hmm. But now today, yeah, we're gonna bring him back. You know, he's done well, so we're we're gonna give him another shot. Yeah, I'm sure that's mm-hmm. conveniently. Last night, Godwin tears his ACL. Mike Evans pulls a hammy. Uh, Leonard Fournette had to be helped off the field. Like their offense just got decimated in a nine to zero shutout. First time Tom Brady's been shut out in a long time, maybe ever. I don't remember what the stat mm-hmm. was, but it's been a fucking long time. Um, but now all of a sudden Bruce Arians like, yeah, Antonio, he's good. He's yeah. done lots of good stuff. So we're going to bring you back. <laughs> yeah, sure. sure. Bruce. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, are they in trouble? Or do you think that Antonio comes back and... I mean, they could be. I mean, that's... They still got Ronald Jones as far as I know. I don't think he's hurt. Fournette right. has just been the better back this year. Right. And I don't know what the extent of, of Fournette's injury is as of yet. Brady's a cockroach, so I, I can't... <coughs> he's in the He just sense doesn't of... die, is what Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. But, yeah, so I, I... I'm not exactly going to write them off yet. I, I mean, at this point, we might write everybody off the, the way all these COVID cases are popping up again in yeah. the NFL, the NBA, everything. Um, a lot of people are, are thinking the NBA is going to shut down and, and re-bubble. Um, yeah. We saw the Bulls had two games postponed because they didn't have enough players on the, to, to play a game. Yeah. They did come back last night and beat the, the Lakers who lost AD for at least a month. So Lakers might be in some trouble. Um, But yeah, it's a lot, you know, we're seeing games being played right now and 
There's two tomorrow. Two tomorrow because of all this COVID stuff. More people are going on it. Joey Bosa just got put on the list, so he's out for this coming week. Um, Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey? Hold the phone. Hmm. Placed on the reserve COVID list on Monday. He's vaccinated, so there's a chance. <laughs> that son, son of a bitch. Of a bitch. <laughs> uh, their kicker and one of their corners were also placed on the COVID list. Hmm. Dear nine pound, eight ounce, sweet baby Jesus. Let Travis Kelsey be okay, but not until Monday. <laughs> That's all I ask. You take him out of the equation. Odds get much better. Much yeah. better. Much, much better. Because our linebackers trying to cover Travis Kelsey, it's fucking game over. Yeah. Yeah. I will be monitoring that situation quite closely. Uh, meanwhile, Raiders still trying to do us a huge favor. 13-7 on the uh, Browns led by Nick Mullins. Thoughts? Thank you. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. I I figured we'd be done by with football by now. No. Just looking at, yeah, Mullins is uh, not doing too well. So, all right. So we'll move on to uh, other. Are you going to be here Sunday? I I don't know. Do you maybe anticipate? I, I it's oh, wait. Sunday is the day after Christmas. Day after Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know. Maybe Monday. I, it's, we'll see. Like, what do you do? <laughs> Monday, I could probably do it, actually. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. We'll wrap up football. What else did you have? Um, South Park. You want to talk about that? No, because I haven't been able to watch it. What? I literally cooked me a little Italian chicken sandwich and fries. Both of my apps on my Android box didn't have a link. Huh. I tried to watch it. Huh. How about that? Yeah. Huh. Was it good? Yeah. Is it? It was good, yeah. And I, I rewatched part one. Mm-hmm. It, it was better the second time I watched it. I, I don't know why. I, I don't know. For some reason, I Because prob- you're a cynical asshole. I probably just hyped it up too much in my head, thinking, oh, yeah, it's it a movie, be. and they probably... Yeah, yeah. But no, I part two I really liked, and yeah, it was it was very good. Um, so I guess you haven't seen that, so there goes that idea. Um, I have a PSA, and I've already touched on this with you. Okay. Public service announcement. Uh, which, if you've listened to this podcast for any period of time, you've no doubt heard this sound. Or something resembling. Thank you. I don't know why I did it myself. I could have just asked you to fucking do it. Okay. So, when you would hear that sound, it'd either be him or it'd either be me. Vaping, by the way. Vaping, yeah. It's not me anymore. Because I quit, and I'm not bringing that up to brag. I'm bringing it up as a PSA to anyone that's vaping. Just a heads up, quitting vaping is so much easier than quitting cigarettes. Like, I'm talking like night and day. Oh, I I have no doubt. Yeah, because I... I literally, it's, it's habit now. Like, I... And here's the thing. I'm probably gonna have to quit for the simple fact that they've passed... Or the law was passed a long time ago, but 
uh, the law has now gone into effect that they no longer ship can ship juice to you, mm. which the one juice that I absolutely loved, the only way I could get it was have it shipped from. Well, now I can't get it shipped. Mm-hmm. So I can still go to Pekin and get juice that I like. Mm-hmm. Not that I like. Love. It's habit. Okay. And it's not a nicotine thing because I've been on three mil for at least three years now. Mm-hmm. So it's like the the bare minimum you can get. Yeah. It's more of just the habit of doing it. I know that if I were to quit, there would be no uh, withdrawals. Withdrawal because Th- there will be. I mean, not much. I think it's more going to be the habit of having it. Like right. When I'm sitting there gaming. Every time I fucking drain a 30-foot three-pointer on NBA 2K, fucking hit yeah. the vape, and then I go and steal the ball and fucking dunk on some seven-footer's face. To this, so, week, hold on, I'm trying to do, almost two weeks now for me, I'll still, every, damn near every time I get in my car, look to my cup holder, because that's, that's where I would put it when I was at work. And, yeah, I that's funny, but... So, yeah, that's just something I wanted to share is that if you have transitioned to vaping, which I don't know why the fuck you wouldn't have. Yeah, it's I Although, t- to be fair, they're doing everything in their power to fucking stop that. Yeah, you can Yeah. Yeah. With with the shipping ban and everything, there is currently a bill being worked on that will basically pass an excessive tax on vaping products, mm-hmm. whether it be hardware or uh, the juices, mm-hmm. um, to price it out because you know yeah, cigarette because, companies because are giving big them tobacco money. is you yeah. know it's almost like they want you to go back to cigarettes mm-hmm. and pay those fucking ridiculous taxes. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I see it coming down the road. Like mm-hmm. I know that eventually I'm just going to get sick of having to drive to Pekin. We have places in town, but no, nobody around here carries anything that I like. I've tried. I've gone to the different shops, and I, I just, I'm very finicky. Apparently, yeah, damn. Like fucking. I went to the there's a by shooters. I don't remember what the name. Oh, was. I know what you're talking about. That guy's an asshole. Oh, yeah. Like I, I went in to like maybe try and find some new flavors. Oh, I don't know. Do you have anything grape? I don't know. This might be grape. Do you sell a lot of it? Nah, I don't know. Do you want my fucking money? Yeah. Like at least one thing I will say about JJ's, like they, the people that have worked there in the three plus years that I've gone there, just awesome. Mm-hmm. Like they're knowledgeable and they steered me towards this new grapey flavor that I like. Mm-hmm. I don't love like my Mount Baker shit, but um. Yeah, that that guy's a prick. Okay. Uh one of the other stores their their selection is shit. Um The Den? No, uh Twin City Vape. I've never been there. On the uh, the service road. Yeah. Um Den used to be really good. I know haven't they reopened? Reopened? They closed for a while. That guy he back when they did the first ban, he closed up shop. But I, I thought think you're I heard of something else. No, on Tawanda Smokers, or is that Choice? That's Choice. Den is the one downtown, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Choice. I thought the guy retired. 
No, I was a young guy that that ran the the choice vape shop, and they His were downstairs. Whatever doesn't matter. Anyway, anyway doesn't matter at all. So, but no, I have not tried Din. So okay, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I, I see it coming down the road. Eventually, I'm just gonna be like, yeah, I'm fucking done. Right. So, all right, are we ready to? Yes, yes, we are. All right, ladies and gentlemen. If you have not seen Spider-Man No Way Home, now is the time to stop the podcast. Mm -hmm. By all means, come back and play this part after you've seen it so you can tell us how wrong we are or right we are, whatever. But this is your first and only warning. spoilers, right? Yes, we we are going in. So I'm going to give you three seconds to turn this fucking thing off because we're talking about everything. Here we go. Okay. Spider-Man, No Way Home. Initial thought. I thought I was seeing a Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man. I don't you appreciate false really, advertising. You're a dick. Minus five. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> did I, I saw, send that to you? Yes, you okay, did. Okay. I didn't get it until this morning. I thought, what is he fucking? Oh, he's going to, because it's Spider-Man. Um, but yes, w- literally the worst kept secret in Hollywood over the last year. Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, all come back. Um, but yeah, my opinion, and I want to see it again before I put the stamp on it. But right now, mm-hmm. it's neck and neck with Endgame as being the greatest Marvel movie in, ever. Um, I want to see it again before I make the okay. final de- decision. Okay. But if it's not, it's it, it's at the table. It's got a seat at the table. Okay. Because they hit everything. They hit all the emotions, you know, excitement, <clears throat> laughter, sadness, you know, some inside jokes that, uh, I mean, I'm sure you caught them, but. I caught a few, yeah. Man, I thought there, I thought you were black. I gotta believe there's a black Spider-Man out there. Yeah, there's. Well, is. not only that, but uh, Tobey Maguire mm-hmm. when he shoots the web out of his wrist, and they're all freaking out yeah. about it because the general pop population shit on it because Spider-Man doesn't well, have no, no, organic no. webs. The spy, the comic book nerds shit well, on it. Yeah, not the general population. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, yes. The they shit on it because of that, and so they made a big deal out of that. Yeah. Andrew Garfield, little self-deprecation. You know, oh, I'm just lame. No, you're amazing. You're yeah. amazing. Because that was funny. everybody shit on Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man in comparison to Tobey Toby Maguire's. <laughs> you're great. You're yeah. amazing. Yeah, that was funny. Um, God, what else was there? Um, Emotional moment. Mary Jane falling, and Toby yeah. goes to grab her. Not Toby. Not You're right. Tom Holland gets yeah. goes to grab her. Green Goblin knocks, knocks him, him away. away. Then fucking Andrew catches her. I had to explain that to the people I watched the movie with, but because they're not comic book nerds like we are. But that was because if you well, you don't have to be a comic book nerd if you if you saw Amazing's. True, you know, I know you well, would have saw what happened there. He even talked about losing somebody he loved, and yeah, um, but yeah, that that moment of redemption and like the tears on his face, like 
Yeah. And I watched a video today. It was like 38 minutes of them pointing out things like this. And um, one of the things they said was in when when he when Gwen died, he webbed her, mm-hmm. and the whiplash broke her back and yeah, killed her, snapped her neck. Yeah. Whereas with this one, he fucking dove all the way down and grabbed her in his arms and made sure that he landed that way. There would be no whiplash. Yeah. Whether or not that was intentional like he you know did it right this time rather than use the web he made sure he got her as to not mm-hmm. break her back but yeah it just his emotion at that moment was was huge yeah um the the daredevil cameo i loved loved it yeah again it. that was something else i had to explain because i went oh and i was sitting next to your brother goes what i'm like that's daredevil goes, yeah oh. oh okay yeah <laughs> and, and i mean there's no question that he's he's Daredevil with the whole catching the brick thing is if he's fucking blind. Well, Matt Murdock too, yeah. Again, but yeah, it's yeah. They could have went the other way and just not ignored that completely, but hmm. um do you think you see Daredevil Spider-Man in the future? No. Or you just think this is a reintroduction of just, Daredevil? I, Daredevil's coming to the MCU. Well, he's he's here, but they're either going to re- revamp the series Oh, really? Yes. Oh. Or um, or they're talking about maybe a movie or a team-up. And I could see him maybe working with Spider-Man, because they're both New Yorkers. Yeah. And we already know they know each other. Well, of course, now they, they don't because of the whole yeah. uh, ending. But still, that could still lead to them working together. Sure, down the road. For the simple fact that in the comics, they share a common enemy. Kingpin. Kingpin. Yeah. Who? You haven't watched it, so I can't. What? He's back. You won't watch it anyway because you don't watch shit that I tell you to watch. Kingpin's back. In? Hawkeye. Oh, right on. And it's him. Vincent Donofrio. Yes. Right on. It's it's only a... It's really good. I, I suggest you check it out. It's good. But in the, the last episode, which is episode five, six is coming this week. The, Spoilers for Hawkeye, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's all over the internet already. Okay. But at the very end, somebody sends him a picture saying that, you know, this is the person that has hired me to kill you. Mm. And it's it's a little grainy, but it's definitely, and it's he was in the credits, so it's confirmed. Yeah. It's Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin. Nice. Who is going to be now in the finale, at least we assume, of, the, of Hawkeye. I know. Which could tie into Daredevil. It could then lead into Spider-Man, all, all kinds of stuff. Right. Um, so anyway, back to Spider-Man. <coughs> uh, Willem Dafoe, awesome. Yeah. Just, I mean, for an asshole, he... he for a maniac, a he, crazed, psychotic yeah, maniac, he, he, he's perfect. You know, yeah, yeah he captured uh, the screen at every scene that he was in. Um, as soon as fucking Aunt May said what she said, I, I looked at Nicole, I said, she's going to die. Mm. What? I'm like, yep. That's those are the last words family members say to fucking Spider-Man before they die. And yeah. that's that's exactly what happened. I was a little surprised. I was very surprised. I didn't expect that. I... Um, I honestly thought I I knew somebody was going to die. Mm-hmm. Somebody like one of the major players knew it, knew it, knew it. I did not think it would be MJ. Just mainly because of the trailer mm-hmm. you see her falling right I thought, no yeah 
some some somebody's going to save her um but I thought it was going to be Toby. Yeah. And then so Aunt May dies and Tom Holland's Spider-Man goes just batshit on Green Goblin to the point where he's going to kill him and he grabs the Hang glider yeah. and he's getting ready to stab him the way like Cap did with the shield and Toby stops him. And then Toby gets stabbed. Yeah. And I thought, you motherfuckers, you're not going to kill Aunt May and fucking Toby <laughs> Maguire in the same movie. You're just not going to do it. And yeah, so I was really glad to see that he lived. That was hilarious. Oh, yeah, I've been stabbed before. I've been before. stabbed before. <laughs> it just kind of blows it off. I've been stabbed before. We're good. Um, I like Jamie Foxx. Yeah. He was more of a, he wasn't the nerdy, dorky versions. Like he, right. you know, they allowed him to be more Jamie Foxx-ish. Right. Um, loved what they did with the, instead of making him a blue freak looking thing, they, they damn near made him the, the comic accurate right and at one point did with the way the lightning i don't know how many comics you've ever read but did you notice when the lightning sort of flashed in front of his face it did it in kind of the pointy yeah that's his mask yeah i've seen it in the comics yeah Yeah. so that was really cool um loved the doc ock doc ock kind of redemption Mm -hmm. you know because once he got his neurochip replaced and the the arms weren't evil. He kind of almost saved the day there yeah. at the end. Um, Sandman really wasn't doing anything bad until the end when he decided that he didn't want to. It was almost like, oh, I'm here. Might as well fight him. You know, like. Yeah, that's that's one of the things that doesn't really make a lot of sense. Like, yeah. He had no reason to do that. To, to you know to be, join up, be a yeah. villain again it made no sense whatsoever yeah um here here's the problem i because don't get me wrong i i love the movie i enjoyed it i don't rank it as high in the mcu as you do well i don't put endgame i don't think endgame is the best mcu movie it's great but i i personally don't put it that high up um I feel like this movie is going to be like The Dark Knight Rises for me. Where after seeing it, I love it. And then the more I start to think about it, I'm like, oh, that doesn't make sense. And, oh, that doesn't make sense. Like, the big one, like, Doctor Strange immediately decides, okay, we'll just brainwash the world. And then after attempting it, he goes, wait a minute, you didn't even talk to the school? to see if they could let you in or let your friends in. Like, I feel like that would be, they would think of more options outside of, I'm just going to brainwash the entire world. Um, yeah. Another thing that kind of goes with one of the, the end credit scenes. Venom doesn't know who Peter Parker is. He's never heard of him. Why did he get zapped out? Because you didn't see Venom 2. No, I saw that scene. He doesn't... Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. He did know that... Wait, no... But wait, wouldn't that mean everyone in the world that knows who Peter Parker is would get zapped out? No, the only ones that that got zapped out were the enemies that were 
in he that particular spell, it was those guys that were tied to the box. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, sorry. But My with bad. with Venom, the rip in the uh, universe mm-hmm. brought him into the MCU, so right. to speak. At the time he sees that, mm-hmm. and then in the end credit scene when we see him in a bar getting all shit faced, yeah. all of a sudden he gets zapped back, and then there's the little speck of venom, speck yeah. of symbiote there, which I love that because now it gives Sony freedom to keep Tom Hardy's venom back in his own universe where he can be a anti hero and funny and entertaining. Yeah. Which I did, I didn't love, but I enjoyed um, Carnage. Let there be Carnage. Yeah. So they get to now keep him in his own separate universe. And now this little symbiote gets to become Venom. Right. The evil Venom that we all knew for the comics and right. was one of the reasons why I didn't even like the idea of the Venom movie without Spider Man. Sure. And they can, I don't. Maybe they'll introduce the MCU version of Eddie Brock. Yeah. You know, because I think in these next um, rumored three movies, um, maybe Peter Parker will then go to work for the Daily Bugle, which is kind of ironic <laughs> after what, you know, Daily Bugle did, but maybe meet this MCU's Eddie Brock, maybe becomes Black Spider Man for a little bit. And, you know. Sure. Okay. Although I don't think they'll do that because they already did it with Spider-Man 3, that that storyline. Yeah. So maybe it'll be something completely different. But the simple fact is at some point we're going to see A, either the black Spider-Man or B, Venom in the MCU. Sure. That isn't necessarily the same one right. as such and such. Right. Um, By the way, just being a Ted Lasso fan, do you pop for Danny Rojas? Are you shitting me? He was the bartender serving Venom. I missed it. I was too busy. I was too focused on. Yeah, that was Danny Rojas. Was it? He was yeah. the bartender. I completely missed that. Thing. Like football is life. Yeah, um, well, absolutely missed it. I'm going to. I know I should have wrote this shit. Before. Uh, here's one thing that I. Cooked up in my head that. Is a hole. Mm-hmm. Okay. So all these vi- villains, they now get they get cured mm-hmm. and sent back to their own universes, mm-hmm. which are the universes of Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. Yeah. When do they get sent back? Yeah, I was wondering that too. Like, because like Doc Ock apparently got sucked in at some point between becoming Doc Ock and turning good. Yeah, because he says... In Spider-Man 2, at the very end, he regains control of his... Brain, really, yeah. And and helps Spider-Man throw the machine in the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, because in this movie, he says Spider-Man threw the machine at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, Yeah. where's my machine or whatever is like one of his first lines. Um, And obviously, Green Goblin died... You know, in, yeah. in the big fight, um, Flint Marco went back to prison, if I'm not mistaken. Doesn't he? I thought he got like sucked into some water or something and died. I could be wrong. Maybe not. 
I tried not to think about Spider-Man three too much. I thought at the much. end, he, I don't know. I'd, I'd he was redeemed though yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he went through an arc, basically redeemed himself. Yeah. Um, Electro, I can't really remember what happened to him. Um, I think he... the lizard was cured mm-hmm. and put in prison. Yeah. Which was a quick tease of Sinister Six that never happened. Right. Um, but my point is, so all of these villains, A, at what point in their timeline do they go back? And when they go back, are they, all of a sudden they're just good? Yeah. Like, oh, well, I was just fucking fighting Spider-Man and now, now I'm here. Right. Also, so now that they're good, what does that do to those timelines? Yeah. Because we've watched all these MCU movies about fucking with the timeline and WandaVision and Loki and all this. Uh, you know, that changes... Not their problem. Yeah, that <laughs> changes the entire course of their lives, mm-hmm. you know? Because, okay, so when they send uh, Andrew Garfield back and his villains of that movie, I don't remember... Electro and Lizard. Were they the villains of the one where... The second one? Did Gwen died in the second one, right? Yeah, the lizard was the villain in the first one. Um, Electro, um, Green Goblin. Oh, green Was it Green Goblin in it? Well, it was Harry Osborn, not Norm, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that's... He, he's the one that kills Gwen, basically. That's right. And you see I'm going to have to go back and watch those again, because they weren't terrible. <laughs> I didn't think uh, so. The second one is... And I, I guess you can count Rhino, even though yeah, he's Giamatti. at the very beginning yeah. as not Rhino, and then... Which the they mentioned him. Uh, I, all I fought... You fought Thanos. All I fought was a guy in a big metal Rhino suit. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, back to... like where Do they go back in the timeline in time to... To where Gwen doesn't die? No. Well, maybe Spider-Man's not fighting in that building at that moment. Maybe Gwen doesn't die, and Toby doesn't kill Doc Ock or or have a hand in killing Doc Ock or Green Goblin or whatever. Yes, you have fixed the MCU, but you've completely fucked up their universes for all eternity. Especially Toby, because, okay, (laughs) let's say Green Goblin's good. All right, doesn't have to kill him now. One which, point does which which means there's no hobgoblin or goblin two right because Spider Man doesn't kill or doesn't isn't involved in the death of Harry Os- or of Norman Norm. Os- Osborn which means that Harry Osborn never goes fucking psycho right and becomes what he becomes although he is redeemed and then so maybe Harry doesn't die right you know um. Venom wasn't really a thing, so like it, yeah, it definitely leaves you a lot of questions with that. But you're yeah. not supposed to think that far ahead because we're in the MCU now. Yeah, cool, they were here, now they're gone. Yeah, but fuck you guys, your your universes are completely fucked. But hey, ours is good. Yeah, that would be kind of a cool mid. Well, you'd need more than a post credit scene for that. You'd need a whole other fucking movie <laughs> yeah. to explain what happened now in these two universes. Right. Um. Oh, I'm trying. What else was there? Uh the Ned. Yeah, got a little magic in him. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he opens the portal, and you Peter. see Spider-Man down the fucking, I like I, I said this is this is Toby or Andrew. And then 
as soon as he walked up, I saw a suit. That's Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Pulls it off. And, and then Toby just standing there looking like a dad. Yeah. You know, I liked the, you know, talking about his back. You want me to pop it for you? Because <laughs> I seen a lot of memes on Twitter and everything about Spider-Man without context. Yeah. And it was, I can't remember, it showed like four pictures. One of them was always dinner rolls, which I thought, how in the fuck does that play into it? Okay. Do you remember how now? When oh M- MJ is throwing, throwing dinner the, rolls yeah. at Andrew Garfield yeah, yeah, yeah. when he's, you know, well, show, show us a crawl in the ceiling. He just jumps up and he's hanging there. Right. Is this, this good enough? No, crawl. <laughs> then he ends up, oh, mom wants you to get the cobwebs, cobwebs or whatever. And then he crawls and does it. Um, and then the other picture that they showed in that little meme was of a guy picking up another guy and holding him, you know, in the back cracking position. position. Yeah. And I, I thought, what the fuck is that? And then I see the movie. I'm like, oh, yeah. And I, I love that, you know, when he talks about his back, because if you remember in one of the Spider-Man's two, I believe, when he's kind of having a existential his crisis, his powers go in and out. And he jumps and lands and I'm back, I'm back, and he splats. Oh my back, back my back. back. Yeah. So he's yeah. getting up there, you know. Imagine super heroing is very hard for you know the yeah. back. I... Well, and not only that, but if you remember, <laughs> between Spider-Man one and two, he almost lost the part because oh. Oh. To- Toby Maguire almost lost the part to Jake Gyllenhaal. Hmm. They were all set to recast him. Because Tobey Maguire hurt his back filming Seabiscuit. Oh, wow. But for some reason, it got delayed, allowed him to heal up, and he then was there for Spider-Man oh, 2. Nice. So know. not only is it the a callback to him hurting his back, but also almost a wink-wink, nudge-nudge to the fact that he was almost out of the role completely because he fucked his back up right. in real life. Yeah. <coughs> the ending. <clears throat> What did you think of, like the way it? I'll. It's definitely a, a different ending. Yeah. I mean, for a superhero movie, you don't see. It's not a happy ending. I mean, not really. No. I mean, it is, in in a sense that he's grown up. Mm-hmm. He has realized that his mistakes got people hurt, mm-hmm. and so he grew up enough to realize that look, I they need to not know me. Mm-hmm. Because then they won't get hurt. Right. So in that sense, it's kind of a happy ending. Like, because let's be honest, this Spider-Man, and, and all of them for that matter, have gotten people hurt that knew him. That was another thought I had, is this is back-to-back movies where Spider-Man's a fuck-up. Like, he... Yeah, he, Mysterio. He gives him Edith. Stark <laughs> yeah. tech, and then in this one, oh hey, let's do a spell. Oh, I'm also gonna fuck up the spell while you're trying to do the spell. Yeah, and if it wasn't yeah. for him trying to trying to help the villains as opposed to let them go and die, that was another plot hole. Like I would think, I understand Aunt May is sweet and everything, but it should be pretty easy to explain trillions of people against five assholes that have murdered people. Like, I I have a hard time believing that Aunt May wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, totally, fuck these guys. As well as the scene before Aunt May dies where it's all coming back to me now. 
when MJ and Ned are watching the cameras as far as what's going on, and then the building starts exploding and shit and shit, they were told, hey, press the button if stuff gets hairy. Press the button. Press the button. <laughs> press it. <laughs> the dog's barking. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, but no movie's perfect. But the simple fact, back to what I was saying, was that because he was trying to save them as opposed to let them die, he was his intentions were good, mm-hmm. but those good intentions, for all intents and purposes, got Aunt May killed. Yeah. Because that's why she was there, mm-hmm. which Goblin, when he showed his true colors, you know, ends up killing her. Mm. Um, so, yeah, he's a tragic character for sure. And yeah. At the end, you kind of get the sense that he's grown up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it it'll be interesting to see where everything goes now. Now that he goes to college, if he goes to college, he's, he's still got to take his GED. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, I thought when they first talked about the initial spell, it was forget that that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Yeah. And then it became nobody knows who Peter Parker You don't exist. Yeah. Like You have never existed to these people. So now like all of his high school transcripts are gone. So the next movie, I have to assume, is him trying to get into MIT or college, whatever. Maybe it's not MIT. This is what you do. Become a janitor. Wait for someone <laughs> to put an equation on the <laughs> Good Peter Parker hunting. Yeah. Good good Peter hunting. There you go. There, yeah. Good Peter. Um, but yeah, I, I still loved it. I mean, yes, there's plot holes, but... It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Yeah, it is. I literally told. Yeah. I kept the villains alive and Aunt May got killed. It's totally my <laughs> it's fault. It's 100% my <laughs> fault. Um, but yeah, I still loved it. Uh, no, I did plot too. Holes be damned. Um, in, in terms of the MCU, it was it was damn near perfect in that they reset all of the, the Spider-Verse to where now he's not even known by the rest of the heroes. So he can kind of have his own adventures now. Mm-hmm. I think. That was part of the intent on mm-hmm. Sony, was to pull away a bit from the MCU and let him focus on being, you know, the friendly neighborhood spider instead of being this intergalactic fucking hero that yeah. the MCU basically. You've been had, to space. Had him, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I again, I I don't. T- to me, Endgame was amazing yes it had plot holes but as far as you know it was the perfect ending of that phase that saga yeah and and this was it's right up there in like i said it's got a seat at the table of the the best marvel movies slash best comic book movies of all time it's at the table i still have fucking place in my heart for the dark knight i don't think anything will ever yeah, completely supplant that um, logan is very high up there for me logan's as well. good too um but yeah, it's I absolutely loved it. Uh, definitely gonna watch it again, probably multiple times, and it'll probably make me go back and revisit some of the old Spider-Man. Because I was actually gonna ask that question: um, Where does it rank as far as Spider-Man movies? Best. In uh, my opinion, it's the best. Well, I, let me add this little caveat because I'm also going to include into the Spider-Verse. Still the best. Okay. Spider-Verse, it's up there. Yeah, I would. I would put it. Top three, four, somewhere in there. It might be one for me in the spot. The spot. It's kind of hard to compare an animated movie with live action ones. Right. But I still. If I Okay, I'll remove that and let's just. If do you live throw action. out Spider Pig, 
it might be a little higher there, but that one uh, I th- was kind of stupid. But well, yeah, I I kind of liked it because it was stupid. <laughs> I mean, it was great. Don't get me wrong; it was great, and I yeah. I did like it a lot. It just it's I can't put it number one. Yeah. If I had to pick right now, I'm going do top three. No way home. Spider Man one, Homecoming. I need to see home. It's been. A, I've only seen Homecoming the once. Um, wow. If I was doing top three, I, I'd probably. If we're moving into the Spider Verse, just doing live action. I haven't seen Spider Man two in a long time, Which, but I fucking that, I watched the shit out of Spider Man two. That was really good too. Um, Worst one, Spider Man three. Amazing Spider-Man 2 might be worse. I'm going to have to it's rewatch very that close. One. I'm pretty sure I've only seen it once, maybe twice. Yeah. But I, I'm I'm definitely going to go back and watch both of the the Andrew Garfield ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I've... I know I've seen the original Tobey Maguire one multiple times. Uh-huh. And I've seen three multiple times because for whatever reason, that was one of the ones that was... On heavily played on TV. Kind of like Batman Forever. It yeah. sucks, but for whatever reason, it was on TV that's, all the yeah, time. Yeah, that's the one that they play. Yeah. The worst um, movie I've seen a hundred times is, I think, Cinema Sins called it. Yeah. Anyway. And, but, yeah, Spider-Man 2 was very, very good as well. Um, But, yeah, I, of the Spider-Man movies, I got to go with No Way Home as my one. I think I got to put Spider-Man 2 above it, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, I can't. Just because of all the the great nods to everything throughout the history of the Spider-Man movies, like they they just hit. Yeah. To me, they hit every button. They hit every emotion. You know, it just for even all the characters, even shit. I can't remember the name. Even the Martha moment. What? Do you know what I'm talking about there? Martha? One of the single most hated moments oh, yeah, yeah. in DC. That's why I thought, okay, that's what confused me. When we're talking about Spider-Man, what does what Martha have to do with anything? With great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Toby's Peter lights up, and yeah. then they explain, like, you know, yeah, those. that's what Uncle Ben said to me right before he died. And yeah. Andrew Garfield said the same thing, and it's what... Not as corny as the Martha moment, right. but still, it was like the "this brings us all together" thing. Oh no, that was an actual good way to do it. No, I agree. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. it's what bonded them now, and and it kind of showed uh, Tom Holland's Spider Man that I can recover from this, right? And I loved that, like those guys always work solo, being Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, and mm-hmm. and meanwhile Tom Holland is an Avenger, and, and you know, that was a funny moment too. Yeah. Never been on a team before. Yeah, <laughs> like a band. <laughs> um, yeah, that was it was great. I, yeah, you know, fucking five stars for me without question. One of the best, if not the best, Marvel movie uh, that that's ever been made, and, and, and makes me excited to see where okay. they take the character now. Okay, like I said I. Can't go quite that far just because I'm a fear of recency bias. To 
I, I'm definitely going to watch it again. Are too. real, but yeah, I'm going to watch it again now that all the hype and excitement of the movie itself. You know, I'm going to watch it with a more of an open mind to try and nitpick things, but yeah, um, I don't. Th- it's not going to change my opinion that I fucking love it. Oh, yeah, I don't. Um, it's not going to like. I'm going to watch it again. And, oh, this movie sucks. And it's trash. La- last thing about it. Fucking love the new suit. Yeah. That's been, albeit a small complaint, but one of my biggest complaints about this Spider-Man mm-hmm. is I haven't really, like, his suits, granted, like, the Iron Spider and everything was cool, and it was something that he did have, but not really, even his original red and blue suit still was, I don't know, it just didn't hit for me. Yeah. And this one... It's about the ending. The very ending, yeah, where yeah. he makes his own bright red and blue suit, like a throwback to the old days, and even you know, a, an actual spider, not a blocky blotch on yeah. his chest, the way the first one was. Love the new suit. Um, I still, uh, Toby Maguire's is still my favorite of the cinematic ones. I agree. I didn't like Garfield's. <gasps> Garfield's, Garfield's like the eyes, was the eyes are eyes, weird. But in the comics, funny. yeah, his eyes like. In the Amazing Spider-Man comics, mm-hmm. his eyes were really big. The way, mm-hmm. like they were pretty true okay. to that. But if I had to pick a favorite, I agree it would be Tobey Maguire's suit. Yeah. And it almost looks like we didn't get a great look at it, but it almost looks like a marriage of the two suits with probably a lighter blue. Right. You know the the webbing on on Toby's suit, the way it kind of stuck out. I sure. thought was always thought was really cool, um, but yeah, that, I liked it and hoped that they actually let him keep one suit for <laughs> you know a couple movies. Well, they, if they make another suit, that's another toy they can sell. Exactly, which has been one of my complaints. Tobey Maguire, he had one suit. Yeah, until the Venom thing, he turned black. But once he realized that this was fucking evil, he got rid of it. Went back to the old one. Andrew Garfield, one suit. Tom Holland has had like he's fucking share three suits in <laughs> each fucking movie and yeah so hopefully they stick with that so anything else I think we're good yeah so that's our review by all means uh, let us know what you think of the movie and of the show and all that but yeah I think that's gonna wrap it up we will uh, not take another three week break this time we'll be back next week either Sunday or Monday or Tuesday or whatever. If we don't see it before then, probably won't because it's on Saturday. So I uh, hope you have a great Christmas. We will talk to you before New Year's. And maybe get a little more in-depth previews to the college games and, of course, talk NFL and all that stuff. So that being said, once again, thanks for listening. I'm Dees. He's Dylan. Bye-bye. We'll see you next time. Ooh. Mm-hmm.